Good morning. Welcome to Jesus and Coffee with Pastor Tom, where we have a little bit of coffee and a whole lot of Jesus. We're in Proverbs 28, looking at verse 11 through 12. So let's dive right into Scripture here. Verse 11 says, A rich man is wise in his own eyes, but a poor man who has understanding will find him out. So the simple idea here is oftentimes wealth can lead to arrogance if we're not careful. Does it mean that that all people end up going down that path? Okay, I, I know that personally. People who are wealthy and people who who um, were wise in how they invested money and they made a lot of money, and those people also are people who give glory to God and not themselves for making that wealth. They understand and know that the wisdom that they had in attaining that money is not from themselves, right? It's from God. So they give God the credit. They praise God for it. They glorify God for it. And they give back to God, understanding that what God has given them is not really theirs in the first place. They are just stewards of God's possession. And um, I admire that about them because Solomon here is just giving a blanket general statement um, that some, most often, wealth, if you become a rich man, it can make you very arrogant. Okay, he's not saying that it always does, but he's just saying that, that in a general sense in the world, that tends to happen. Uh, and a poor man who has understanding will find him out. So the idea is that when you have less, you rely more on God. And as you rely more on God, that in itself is a blessing. Okay, And who knows, sometimes God may withhold a certain amount of wealth from an individual for their benefit because he knows that there is a weakness there in their heart that they could fall into this arrogant mindset if they were to gain wealth. And that could be very possible. And uh, what's most important in the real wealth anyway is to find God and to find a relationship with him. Verse 12 says, When the righteous triumph, there is great glory. But when the wicked rise, people hide themselves. Now, this thought and this idea is something that carries out over you know, a fairly extended period of time. Now, what do I mean by that? So imagine this. Imagine in a nation... Um, regardless of what type of government it has, okay? Let's say they elect a ruler. Let's just say it's, you know, a democracy. And the people will elect um, a president or a ruler uh, for, for themselves. Um, typically, typically people seek the most righteous person because they want someone who's going to do what is right, Okay. And there is a general sense of what is right and wrong written upon our hearts, okay? And if you want it written out, you just read the Bible. <laughs> and you'll get a pretty good idea of what objective truth is. So people seek that. People look for that. And when a righteous person or someone that the majority of people deem to be righteous, and maybe it is a fairly good person, is elected into that leadership position, there's typically great glory, right? That's the idea. That's what you want. People are to be happy and excited. But if a wicked person is elected into that position, 
then people are going to be fearful. Okay, why? Because a wicked person is an evil person, is a person who rejects righteousness and embraces sin. Maybe they're dishonest, arrogant. They're going to oppress the people, right? And obviously, people are going to have different opinions. You know, in, in our setting in America, some people will look at one individual and say he is wicked, and others will say, no, that's the righteous person, right? And there's, there's always going to be some opposition there. But how, how do you know? How do you know really who's right? In, in the end, how do you know who the better candidate is? Well, you're not really going to know up front, right? Because all they can do is make promises about what they're going to do or what they're going to try to do. And you just have to pick one and believe them. <laughs> you have to believe one more than the other, and then you possibly end up voting for that one. You're not going to know who the better candidate is until they get elected. And they get put in that position of leadership and then you see their actions their actions will be the evidence of whether or not what they were saying um, was actually true okay and so that's why i say that this is something that kind of plays out over time when the wicked rise then what you eventually see because of their actions the people will hide themselves that maybe will regret or they'll be fearful of this individual maybe it will be a king in a, in a different political in a monarchy and the king is very oppressive and cruel and didn't appear that way beforehand um, or maybe you know there's a lot of propaganda <laughs> when people are running for for a certain position of office and uh, sometimes they can get a very terrible picture painted about them and people think they're wicked when in the truth if they were put in that position people would learn very quick that they would be very very righteous so i tell you what it's a tough thing it's a tough thing in this world very much so uh, when trying to see truth and and overlook um, sin but the general theme runs the same you know getting a righteous person is going to be a good thing it's going to be a good thing um, in any leadership position, whether it's in work or it's in church. At the at the end of the day, okay. So I don't ever I don't ever tell people how they should vote, who they should vote for specifically. Here's what I tell people as a pastor if I'm ever asked, you know, who, which candidate, who who should I be looking at? I encourage people. You do your research about the candidates, the people who are running for that position. And I encourage you to seek to pick the one who comes the closest to standing upon the truth that is found in God's word. Right? That's how you should judge who you should be voting for. Now, why would you do it that way? Well, Whoever is closest to the truth of God's word, whether they realize it or not, is coming closest to what would be righteous in God's eyes, doing things right, the way God designed things to be done in this universe. And the one who is far away from any of the truth in scripture is, is less righteous. <laughs> they moved away from it. So we should use God's word as our guide as Christians. If we're going to say that the Bible is God's word and that it is the ultimate authority in our lives, that it is an errant, which means it has no error and it is truthful, then we should use that as our guide when we go vote for certain individuals. That should be our guide. 
don't base it off of, well, that person said some mean things, or this person seems really, really nice. Okay, well, that's great, but what are some things out of Scripture that point to them being someone who's going to do the best at honoring God with their position in office? That's, that's the question we should be asking, okay? And uh, whoever that is, that's up for you to determine as you read Scripture and talk to God about it. Now, why would you do it that way? Why, why is that the good technique uh, for a Christian to take? Well, by doing it that way, what you are essentially doing is you are seeking God's counsel in that matter. You're, you're going to God, if you're going to base it off of God's Word to the best of your ability, you're going to God and saying, God, it's not about how I feel about that person. What matters is who honors you the most. Who, who does the best job of honoring and glorifying you with their views and their opinions and what they say they're going to do and what they have done in the past? Because I want to pick the person that's going to come closest to bringing glory to you and honoring you. And in doing that yourself, you're putting God first, right? You're following the greatest commandment. You're loving God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. You're putting him first. And the same goes with verse 11. Um, be the person, be like the poor man, who understands where they come from and understands that any wealth you might get is from God. Glorify God for it. Praise him for it. Be the person who is, who is wise and seeks after the righteous person, the person who comes closest to honoring the Lord and the way they live and the decisions that they make and the stance that they take on certain issues uh, in society, right? Because the further, the further a society um, embraces sin and moves into brace, embracing sin, uh, the, the more danger comes, the more wickedness, okay? Wickedness rises in a society when you don't have leaders who are closer to following God's word. Moving further away from it, it only leads to chaos. It only leads to pain, really. We've got to stay as close to God's word as we can in all things. Thank you for joining me today. Have a wonderful, blessed day and a blessed weekend. I'll see you again on Monday morning. Bye.